guys, what's happening? This is Vibe, the podcast. I am Beck and I will be your host. And today I'm really excited to introduce to you the beautiful Danielle Garner. She is a young female entrepreneur with two very well-established businesses, Wildflower and Moon and Mike. She's also continuing to expand and grow her empire. And she is a fellow mama bear to a toddler boy. I'm delighted to have you on, Danielle. I'm so excited that you said yes to coming on the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no, I'm delighted. I was really excited to get to chat to you. I know, obviously, your your businesses are Wildflower and Moon and Mike. Yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, perfect. Um, so I started out in hairdressing when I was 15. Um, I was still in school and went through um, three different salons to like gain experience until I was 23, I think. No, 25. Um, and then I got to a stage where my dreams were to go and do fashion week and do editorial um, shoots on magazines and stuff. And I was like, I just really felt kind of like there was a roof over my head and like I was capped at the level of success I could have within being an employee in a business and I couldn't get any further. Um, and I was having a bit of conflict with trying to, like I was being offered um, Dolce & Gabbana and Dior over in Paris and I wasn't able to go. And it kind of got just got to the stage where I was just fed up of saying no to them incredible opportunities that I began to start looking for um, like a premises just literally for me to have a studio from like just to do my clients and be able to work for myself and then go and like do fashion weeks and shows and shoots and stuff Brilliant. Um, and that's how Wildflower started so I in 2017 I got the keys in October and we um opened the doors didn't have a clue what I was doing didn't have a name on the door didn't have like it was kind of like a secret nobody knew where it was and like clients would be trying to get in they didn't have a clue where they were going or anything and and I remember literally opening the door and having a, a chair and a mirror on the floor and like about 10 tells like literally it was just a room for me working nothing special and um, the clients just kept coming. So it got to the stage where I'd say from October till the Christmas, I was like, oh my God. I think I when I opened my doors, I had 564 clients on my um, like kind of list of clients that were booking in. And I was like, I actually need help. Like I, I can't do this on my own. So my friends, a couple of my friends just came and like did reception and like a few would do a bit bits of hair here and there. And um, then I <laughs> randomly, me and my boyfriend were like, oh yeah, let's have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. All of this, like in the middle of just starting a new business, like didn't have a clue. I was like, oh, cool. oh, we'll just have a baby. And six days later I was pregnant. So amazing. Uh, it was mad, literally like six days after we said let's have a baby I was like oh oh we're having a baby <laughs> that was quick <laughs> oh, mad. and then I realized that I couldn't do it on my own and started to hire my best friend Aoife started do you know Aoife yeah yeah and um, so she started and then it just I have it like it organically grew from there and now I have 15 staff. And yeah, I was going to say, you have quite a big staff team now. Yeah. Um, so they're all employed and we're just like developing the business like uh, organically as we as we grow, the business is growing and it's like booked out like three months in advance and it's flying. Yeah, I, I love it so much. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's, that's the kind of story of Wildflare. <laughs> yeah, but it's, and it's so like the, the name it's so poignant as well like wildflower they just grow and blossom organically yeah. nobody does anything to them they just happen yeah and that's literally just... what, what my intention was for the place yeah it's so nice like and it's so amazing that it just worked out so well for you with having a passion and a desire to do what makes you happy or be able to express yourself creatively and turn it into something that supports you and you know, yeah. your family you know and yeah. I know after you had your son I saw on your Instagram 
before COVID and all happened, obviously, that you were mm-hmm. like traveling around uh, with work and that he was going with you. And yeah, like it it's was amazing. Something that like me and Craig made a decision. I was like, I, I really want to have a baby, but my passion is uh, being able to do Fashion Week in like Paris and Milan and London. And I was like, I just really don't want to stop that. And he was like, well, I'll just come with you then. So that was like our our kind of compromise. I was like, I'm like willing to have a baby right now if we can still go to Fashion Week. And he was like, okay. (laughs) So he just (laughs) comes and like ponders along with with, like Harrison and goes to museums and stuff and has a ball. That's amazing. Yeah. He's going to be such a cultured, deadly little kid. Like he already is a deadly little kid. Um, I was back to work after two weeks of having him so um, he kind of had to be thrown into anyone's arms to like keep him going (laughs) two weeks Danielle you didn't you didn't take much of a rest did you no I couldn't so I had um I had people helping me when the business was uh like when I was about to go off on maternity leave and then it just happened that I had to go back um two weeks later so um I just had to do it you just Harrison just came with me and just got on with it you know that's the beauty of the kind of business that you have and being your own boss and working for yourself as well that you can you can integrate it your family life with your business and work work them together you know what I mean to do what suits or what works for you like Um, because there's a lot of places like corporations that you can work in that won't respect that balance of your life and like I just don't think uh, like I've made it an absolute paramount like big part of the business that everyone is doing exactly what they want with their life as well as being in work and loving what they do as well because at the end of the day work is only work it's just you're doing it to pay the bills you need to live your life as well yeah 100 percent. and it's so nice that as as an employer you have that kind of mentality or ethos because so many don't um but what you're saying about your staff being obviously happy in their job and what they do but having happiness and fulfillment in their personal lives outside of work as well is something that's important to you yeah that's fantastic it's mad because I think it's only since lockdown that like I always knew that that was so important to me and I made sure that everyone was like happy and content but I never realized how important your home like safety and like literally your little bubble that you live in is sacred and like to make sure that you're minding at all times yeah Sometimes I agree you just ignore it with work can't you yeah or the, the work-life balance is a, a struggle that a lot of people face in life it's trying to get it right and yeah. just keep the equilibrium balance I suppose it's so hard and you have to work at it every single day yeah it's, it's a conscious effort but I think like that being conscious about it is what's important you know that's wildflower then and you yeah. have another <laughs> business as well yeah so um during lockdown I've always wanted to start um like do you know if I I was doing weddings or I was doing a shoot I always wanted to have like embellishments or accessories or I would create something to put into someone's hair for a wedding if they needed help or whatever and um my mom is a dressmaker Martina and she has always been very creative as well so if I wanted to get something made she'd be like okay let's do it and we'd like come up with something together so during lockdown in the time that we had the kind of space to be able to see what we wanted to do we started to develop um our little brand so it's called moon and my and it's like it was it's basically a passion project for us to to kind of come together and collaborate in a way that's going to be meaningful and not just to like hang around together (laughs) and um yeah we were like so we've always loved um the power of healing crystals and like my favorite stone is amethyst because I remember when I was a child watching a film called Curly Sue have you ever seen it yeah I love Curly Sue I love Curly Sue I actually want to watch that today um and she had a ring and her ring had an amethyst in it and I I've always been obsessed with that I actually am wearing amethyst now oh it's so beautiful yeah um and like the the power of the healing crystals as well so we wanted to create something that you could like have a hair accessory that was a sentiment for you so that you could keep it from like a memory of your wedding day or a memory of a special day that you've had but also that you could wear on different days so like um to be able to like 
wear it with like a casual outfit as well and then collaborating my mom's element of it with um the dressmaking and being able to sew so she was able to create like really beautiful organs and bows and we have these um headbands that are like fabric wrapped from vintage laces so yeah we just we just wanted to create something that will be ever growing but not in a way that's going to be like a massive corporation it's just something that we could do together as a mindfulness practice to be able to make something pretty that's so cute and it's really nice like it's a really nice thing for a mother and daughter to do together yeah and it's really meaningful and I love that you incorporate the crystals into your pieces so like it's not just a really pretty beautiful accessory for people to wear but they have energy and yeah good vibes and power going through them I love that like I think it's a great idea so for like a wedding they can have rose quartz which is like based about around love and then for like you could have something blue which would be like chalcedony which has special like elements in it as well there's just so many options and being able to create something like that is lovely it's so personal to people as well do you know what I mean and it's, it's really it's given something very special to people yeah that's it with what you can do and I think that that's lovely like and every um, single piece is unique like nothing looks the same which is great yeah so everything's handmade and mm. individual I love yeah. that. fair play to you that's great and I know that they're your two established businesses but I know that you have plans for the future yeah Do you want to tell us a little bit about what what you're doing yeah um so I have always had like my own kind of um platform and um that's how I grew Wildflare but I feel like um I've kind of just been hiding behind Wildflare and now I'm hiding behind Moon and Mai and I feel like as an individual I have so much to offer for like people growing their businesses or hairdressers who want to learn things from like fashion week or like try to explain how we can like create the best kit or how to create a gorgeous work-life balance there's just so many things that I can help people with so over the next few months I have planned to like uh, launch my well actually my website's launching next week I think it is so it's my personal website Ooh. and then we're gonna have um like a small education platform on it where I'll be able to teach people how to like manipulate uh, fashion week trends into bridal hairstyles and not just do like the basic bridal styles that you know and then just being able to help people in business who want to grow and like get past that like resistance to like not fight the fear of doing it um so that's that and then um my mom and I have um come up with a little like side brand to be able to create beautiful alternative wedding dresses oh wow Um, so that's going to be called a little wild and I think we're going to launch that in a couple of months as well to be honest like we just have these ideas and we just make them and then they're like oh if nobody likes it it's grand we'll just we'll just do it yeah just run with it like yeah um and I want to have like like I love homeware and I love um alternative wedding gowns and occasion wear for children so we want to create like a collaborative collection just with like eight or nine pieces in it that we can have there and if people want to have customized ones they can too so it's kind of just like elevating both of the things that we love to be able to establish ourselves a little bit more brilliant that's fantastic best of luck now with that i'm excited for for next week to (laughs) wow that's really exciting like never a dull day in my life (laughs) no but like you're you're living out your dreams and i think you're absolute inspo like i think you're gold um for anyone that doesn't follow wildflower or danielle you need to check out the wildflower moon and my pages because the the stuff is just beautiful like yeah yeah they're gorgeous like and i can't wait to see what you do now with your new venture really excited to see the website yeah congratulations um can i can i just touch on what you said there um about wanting to help other people like you you've become quite successful by pursuing what what it is that you're passionate about and sharing your talent because you're an extremely talented artist yeah and through your craft or what you're doing you're hoping to share with other people ways that they can improve themselves or ways for them to pursue their dreams and without fear you mentioned fear 
And I know that during the week you'd posted on your Instagram beautiful posts um, around fear, the fear yeah. of failure, but also sometimes the fear of success. So yeah. do you want to fear explain a little bit about that? I find um, like that's what I was saying about hiding behind Wildfire and Moon and Mai. So people who know the brands and know me can be like, oh, yeah, Danielle owns them. But I feel like this is where my resistance comes with um, launching like the Danielle Garner uh, education or even just like putting things like I find it really difficult to be able to like post on social media. Like I think about it a lot because I have like a a fear of like what other people think, even though I would always still do it. It just takes a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but I've realized that I have this fear of success that like okay, what happens if they do actually want to come onto the course and they do actually want to hear what I have to say? And like, what happens if that grows? And what happens if I get so busy that I'm away from my family or I'm away from Harrison? And like, like it's just like, it, it just, you know, when you're lying in bed at night and you're like, the, the anxiety thoughts just get worse and worse and worse. And you're like, this is so irrational. So yeah. I started to, <laughs> I've started to journal in the last week and when you when you write it down you're like this is actually in my brain it kind of brings you back to earth and you're like cop on <laughs> yeah oh no I'm so glad that you brought up about journaling because it's such a useful tool I think and it's come up literally on every episode that I've recorded on the yeah. podcast with every guest that I've spoken to so far um, I can't believe the power of journaling I've only yeah. literally started it like yeah no I find it fantastic I'm actually I would have been someone who enjoyed journaling or found it useful uh, and tried to implement implement it on most days anyway but in the last I think two weeks I've been following Ginny Bow Wellness okay. uh, for journaling and it's just a little bit more structured kind of like three things that you're grateful for but the why behind why you're grateful for them and then kind of celebrating like two little wins of the day two things that didn't go as well as they could have and uh, it's just a good way for us to reflect on what's going on for us yeah so I actually I tried to do that um last year I went to a Pat Dively course and oh. it was all about like having a really good mindset and like creating a good routine for yourself and I started to do like the things in the morning where you write a list and like you kind of answer the questions on your list and then the evening ones as well but what I found was like I'm a list maker so I love being able to say like give an answer to something check it off the list give an answer to something check it off the list but I found that I wasn't deeply thinking so I was like I was like jotting down the things that I was grateful for like say grateful for Harrison today grateful that Craig brought me Ferris there something something like small but like I wasn't deeply thinking into my soul so what I have started to do in the last few um days like so say I'm on day eight of 30 because I set a, a 30 day goal for it and I literally have just put my pen to the paper and just start writing and like so you're practicing free writing then yeah this stuff Brilliant. that's coming out of my brain is mental <laughs> it's mad isn't it and do you do you just sit and write that or is there a specific time of the day you do that is there anything you do before you start journaling like meditate or um so I would drink my cacao as I'm journaling because it kind of like opens my um energy block so it like makes me feel it kind of makes me feel my feelings more if that makes sense yeah yeah totally. um, so I would I like I've I've even started to notice like say I'm on my on my four on my fourth day of my period so on my first day of my period I didn't have any like weird thoughts but on my third day I was so anxious away so and you're like, you're able to need, even link this back to your cycle yeah wow and like usually you're just a psycho and you don't know yeah <laughs> you don't it's know so what. funny though sometimes I'll be in like such a weird like funk or I have a really weird couple of days and I'll feel all over the place and and then like that if something will happen like if the time comes and I'm like that's what was wrong with me yeah Do you know what I mean well but it's I, really I powerful to to be able to, to recognize that yeah yeah, yeah. And I think like there's a lot of people who um, track their cycle and like a lot of people in my life have started to notice that um, like obviously all the contraceptions and stuff that we've had in our bodies over the years have like completely messed up our natural cycle yeah. and like, how the full moon or the new moon, your um, period should come. 
and yes, actually, yeah. you're in line with, with the moon and like because all the contraception that's come into our body like our hormones are just fucked <laughs> yeah you're throwing it all out of whack like I'm so glad you brought up about the moon because I am literally obsessed with the moon anyone oh, that knows so me will know I'm like a little moon child um, I'm actually one of my goals for this year I don't know if the listeners you can't you guys can't see this but Danielle is can see my bedroom yeah, <laughs> uh, so- my vision board has like a little a little full moon oh. circle on it so I'm like doing a, a moonology course at the moment that I'm hoping oh, wow yeah I'm hoping that post covid restrictions that I might start hosting like full moon or new moon circles yeah I think it'd be a really nice way to bring people together and kind of focus on ourselves and connect back to ourselves and to nature and yeah just like the vibe you know yeah so I'm hoping to hoping to try and achieve that this year so we'll see if the restrictions ease and people are allowed to meet up outside again that you've said it out loud now so it has to happen yeah I've said it on the podcast now it has to happen yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so the you mentioned with the journaling that you you use cacao as ceremonial cacao mm-hmm. um I know we've chatted about it a little bit before but just for the listeners it's something actually that I'm not overly familiar with myself I've done a little bit of research on it recently um but I can imagine that there's not a lot of people or a lot of people there are a, oh god there are a lot of people that might not have heard uh, yeah. about cacao so would you like to tell us a little bit about what it is yeah so I'll tell you um how I like came to know cacao first and um, so I not last Christmas the Christmas before I had like began to grow my business and I think there was about 10 of us and I was just so overwhelmed like I couldn't cope I was doing all the admin stuff and I had like receptionists but I didn't have a manager and I swear I was just all over the place like I was working all the time I like couldn't cope with the stress of it so like like to be perfectly honest lockdown came at a a good time for me in my life to like make me grow outside of just being caught up in the work site brilliant yeah um so it was the week before Christmas and I was on the verge of like I need a Xanax like I'm gonna I'm gonna flick like the stress oh my god and um my friend Aoife had said why don't we do a yoga class because yoga I love yoga and I love like all the mindfulness around it but I just don't practice it on on a regular basis like I wouldn't daily yeah yeah every day or every week or whatever so we were like we'll do a yoga class together as a team and we'll like create really nice morale and like relax you so one of my friends Daniela Moyles um was starting to do yoga classes and come like to do them with other people and her friend Natasha Vavasar so she we actually booked Daniela to come to do the yoga but it ended up being her and Natasha as a chocolate yoga and we had no idea what this was like no idea okay Uh, so we were like just sitting there all in a row and Natasha started got these huge big flasks and all gave us all a paper cup with um this chocolate stuff in it and started to begin to talk to us about it so she was like, you might not like the taste at first because it's very sour or very bitter or whatever. Um, but just drink it and see what you think. So she started to explain about it. So we all drank it and then we began our yin yoga uh, ceremony. So it was like, um, you know, when you have to start sit in a certain position for like three or four minutes and mm-hmm. like your brain's going 90 because you can't yeah. relax. Um, so that happened. And then all of us just start weeping like, bawling our eyes out crying yeah. all of us like that's mental it was like the energy in the room was so harsh that we were like like inconsolable sobbing oh my god and at the end of the ceremony Natasha was like now I just want to tell you to relax now thank yourself and tell yourself that you love you so just say I love you and like we were bawling <laughs> and oh we had like god. um so we do the day before um Christmas Eve in Wildflower we do a give back day so usually it'd be like the biggest the busiest day of the year for a hair salon 
so we close Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, but the 23rd, we do a give back day. And that day we brought in the parents of children who were ill in Crumlin Hospital. And we oh, gave wow. like a pamper day. And it was so beautiful. Chupi gave um, these gorgeous gifts to them like necklaces and bracelets as well as when they came in they got loads of hair products it was just a gorgeous day but to do that cacao ceremony and the yoga in the morning and then go into this hugely emotional day like we were just yeah. all in bits by the end of it yeah that's so lovely though oh, I love that. that you do that so after that then I began to like do a few more ceremonies and we did um the Wim Hof technique uh workshop with Niall that's the ice man yeah, so it was uh, Breed with Niall and Daniela and Natasha and they all came together to create this workshop and me and Craig went to do it first and the same thing, like we had cacao and just was crying again and like I just didn't know what was going on and um, so then I began to talk to Natasha and I, I started to order cacao and we began to like discuss what the benefits were. So basically in cacao, it's a ceremonial cacao from Guatemala and it's called Keats Cacao. So she provides the blocks to people in Ireland. Other people do as well, but I feel like she was kind of like one of the first to bring it in. So I'm always okay. going to get it from her because she's amazing. Um, and it has like loads of benefits. Like it has iron and potassium and magnesium and all in it, in the block as well. Okay. Um, and you have 28 grams of cacao, 28 to 35. So 35 being a more ceremonial dose if you want to like meditate and ah, 28 brilliant. being like your daily dose. Okay. And you put in a spoonful of honey, a dash of cinnamon and a dash of cayenne pepper. And some people put a spoon of coconut oil in to kind of get that kind of um, like smoothie texture and okay. then um, hot water so you mix it all together and you put it in the blender so um, basically it has all these other benefits in it that are more spiritual so there's a chemical called anandamides in it and what that does it's a bliss chemical and basically they can only find anandamides in a human body and cacao and there's like a myth from the old kind of ancient times that when the world was kind of like distressed and the love was gone that cacao would come back into your life and bring love back into the world oh and it used to be like um kind of people would trade it like money okay would, like use it like it was so uh profound valuable. yeah and valuable um but it also releases like the energy blocks within your body so that you can feel more open-hearted so you know the way like i was saying i was crying yeah so basically it was like a release of emotion that like I obviously had stored in my body somewhere that yeah, I didn't yeah. realize pent up energy that's why people say yeah. that, that phrase pent up energy it's like we store negative emotion or we suppress things that we feel and don't you don't even know <laughs> exactly is subconsciously yeah. and cacao from what I've researched or from what I've read like you're saying it's meant to clear blockages and um, but like open your heart space so in line with your chakras I assume yeah and stuff um as well I've just found it like so I've actually replaced it with so I don't drink coffee in the morning now don't get me wrong I still have a coffee a day if I'm if I need to have more energy but it has like an I think it's teobronin so it's like a natural source of energy and it's like really good for concentration so Craig would drink it more for like a beneficial factor of him studying or like needing to concentrate for a few hours and he would get a full six hour of con concentration from drinking cacao instead of having coffee so Craig kind of uses it more I suppose for practical benefit absolutely um and you from the sounds of things use it more for emotional or spiritual yeah benefit okay, so it's great fantastic. for both of us now it is expensive like I think it works out as like four euro per um like drink but you get like a full block of it but I really yeah, like, like I can't recommend I go out and buy an old flat white exactly most days for 380 or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> like if, yeah. you, if you just have to kind of like uh, fork out for it at the beginning and then you drink it yourself but it's so like honestly I can't recommend it enough okay brilliant yeah no I've been very intrigued by seeing it as part of your morning routine which I also want to talk to you about because your morning routine is just like stunning 
I, I want it. <laughs> I love it so much. Like, so for anyone that doesn't follow you or doesn't know Danielle, your Instagram stories every morning are of the sunrise, the sea, your cacao, your journal. It just looks so peaceful, Danielle. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Some days it's not peaceful. Some days my head's absolutely melted and I'm like running down trying to get in the, the good swim for a few seconds before I have to run back to my mad life. But I think <laughs> it basically like, I started to sea uh, swim literally the day after we got put into lockdown because I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Like I was literally like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like I couldn't. Yeah, it really hit hard the first time. It's such yeah. a weird, yeah, it's, it was just very surreal I found. Oh, it was mental. Like I remember making the decision to close and telling my staff that we, we weren't going to be in work tomorrow. And like, just everyone was crying like it was just crazy it's probably so, such a stressful time for you as a business owner having to close your business that had been growing so yeah. quickly and been so successful and like that sending your staff home and not being able to tell them a date of when they'd be coming back to work like or no. not knowing yourself what's going to happen like it's just so unsettling it just got to the stage where like I was too afraid to come to work because I was like I was riddled with fear like I I couldn't I couldn't cope like I really couldn't cope and I was like I can't put anyone else through this yeah like, I can't make other people come to work if it's like we closed down before even lockdown happened because before I was you the terrified. government advised you to yeah. yeah um and I think it was a bit of an irrational terrifying fear but that's the way it was um, so from that then like that's what I kind of had to bring that up because I wouldn't like I didn't just out of nowhere decide to start sea swimming <laughs> like exactly yeah I hadn't gotten into the sea ever before and well, it uh, took off like the clackers this year the sea uh, swimming like everyone is doing it and I think it's it's because a lot of people had a similar reaction or experience yeah. to you I think in oh, completely like, yeah they needed something and I think they like a lot of people, themselves. yeah, a lot of people get a bit of grief over it. And I'm like, it's actually the only point of release that's natural in the, in our, in our life that we can just run to the sea, remove the fear of your body by being frozen and then start your day again. Like, yeah. I, I can't explain the power of it for your mindset. It's insane. Like, I, I am someone who sea swims a lot. I actually, I couldn't swim until last year. So I took lessons and now I can technically swim. My breathing <laughs> technique still isn't amazing. So like I'm not, I'm not a very confident swimmer. Um, I did go a couple of times um, towards the end of 2020. One of my friends was trying to get me more comfortable in the sea. He, he sea swims every day. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to try and, and start it when the weather's a little bit warmer. I'm a yeah. bit of a we chicken now with it being so cold. Yeah, we about March, March probably. That was, that's the coldest. So February and March is the coldest of the year. Oh, no way. Okay. Maybe April then. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, if you start in March at the coldest point of the year, like, so I, I got in in March and I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, get out. And I was in for like 30 seconds, frozen, couldn't get the cold out of my body and then would run home for a shower because I was like freaked. And for like, two weeks I set a goal like I said with the journal and so I set a goal of 30 days I'll swim for 30 days and see how I get on and like honestly it was mind-blowing how much my my brain was able to like just cut off from the world and just relax in the sea I was uh, I was speaking to Ruth Dempsey from Finders Keepers on the the last episode of the podcast and she had mentioned that um one of the ways that she kind of minds herself or looks after herself when she's having a day where she feels a little bit down or anxious or or that herself and her partner would take a dip down the seafront yeah. and she was saying for those 10 minutes that you're in the water all you're thinking about is staying afloat you're not yeah. thinking about what you were worried about before you got in or anything like that because it's kind of life or death like you have to yeah. focus on what you're doing if you want to stay alive kind of thing and I was saying to her it's exactly that it's, it's a way of just forcing yourself into the present yeah but in a lovely way not forcing is the wrong word I suppose but. no but it is like at some points of your life you need that yeah you need to force yourself to get in like 
yeah so it's it's really keep it's a way of grounding you I suppose or bringing you into the present moment yeah. and that that's what I think is re- like re- relieving people is yeah. is that feeling of being present if the sea and sea swimming have many benefits for your physical health and it's good for your mental health um as well there's lots of positive benefits to sea swimming but what I personally believe to be the most beneficial thing about any of it is the yeah. fact that it brings it into the present moment because that's where we're happy I think that's 100% what it does like it grounds you it brings you back to nature and you can't do anything else but just look at the waves and look at the sky and breathe yeah because like I was I I have asthma and I was like at the start I was like if I get this and Harrison uh, has like respiratory issues as well and I was like if we yeah. get like what happens because you know when you didn't know what was going going on I was like if we get this and something happens to us like I don't know if we'll be okay so getting into the sea you have to force yourself to breathe deeply to remove like to stabilize your nervous system and because we were doing that then every day it was like train yourself to be okay I can breathe again I can breathe again and like release in your mind it's nearly like a little reset yeah for you every time you get in so good (laughs) yeah and so obviously the the sea swimming and uh, the cacao and lots of other things you found all of these tools that help you to mind yourself or really turn inwards and kind of nurture yourself because you were so stressed and overwhelmed yeah it it was like breaking point that I had to go and do that okay so now in the past year almost you incorporated lots of different ways of minding yourself and can I ask what your stress levels or or that are like now? Because we are currently in lockdown again, lockdown three point Um, so I assume the salon is uh, closed and that yeah. still. Um, so how are you managing stress and or how how would you rate your stress or anxiety levels now from one to ten maybe? So currently on what are we the twenty third of January? Mm-hmm. On the twenty third of January, I'm like a one. Like, I'm fine. Okay. I'm not, but if you had asked me that on the 4th of January, I would have said 10. Being the worst. Being the worst. Or the most stressed. The most stressed. Okay. And now you're kind of very not stressed. Very not stressed. Yeah. But in comparison to maybe you were saying just before COVID, so the Christmas maybe previous to last, yeah. where you were at breaking point, like you were obviously at a 10 or an 11 that yeah. stage on the rating. So yeah. these these few they're actually really simple things as well Danielle aren't they journaling yeah sea swimming taco and whatever the thing is that you do it's making time for yourself or investing that time in yourself to take care of yourself better isn't it really that's it and like what I found was in March so because March was obviously the beginning of how the sunrise would get earlier I was like chasing the sunrise every day so like in the summer, I was getting up at four thirty to go and watch the sunrise. Wow, that's commitment. And I was able to do that because I wasn't feeling guilty about leaving my family because they weren't awake. Yeah. So that was my time for me without any guilt. Yeah. And to be able to maintain that, like, and keep going even though the the weather has, the sunrise has gotten later, I'm like, okay, I know I'll go to like earlier again and it'll be fine. Yeah. But as well, I think it's really nice that you mentioned that or that you touched on feeling guilty for prioritising yourself yeah. and making time for yourself. A, a lot of us are like that. And I know with being being a mom to a small child, like I get mom guilt all the time. Oh, it's terrific. It's, yeah, it's terrible over everything. Like somebody at one point, it was a, a point in time that I was quite stressed as well and kind of just, I suppose finding I was in a difficult spot with feeling anxious I was worrying about everything all the time and I was just in this constant state of worry and anxiety and someone said to me that like Rebecca you're the most important person and I was saying no I'm not like my child is more important yeah he's my priority he's my focus and they said no you're wrong like you're more important because if you're stressed and overwhelmed and unhappy and run down and you're like putting yourself in the ground you're no good to that child oh completely do you know what I mean so like yeah. your priority should be to prioritize yourself because take care of yourself 
yeah. yeah because when you when your cup is full you have more to give to your child or your partner or your friends and family the people that you love around you but when your cup is empty you don't have anything to give to anybody else yeah I completely you agree know? but it's so hard to see that when your cup is empty you're, you're just like oh no that's not important yeah definitely and that's something I suppose in the last year that I would have learned probably with lockdown more so yeah. uh, is about kind of really finding things that like refill my cup or that replenish me or that make me feel fulfilled and happy and content because then I'm better for everyone around me I found I found that morning routine does that for me so I can just do anything for anyone for the rest of the day like yeah so tell me is that is that just that time of the day that you make for yourself and the rest of the time you're kind of busy and working your family and everything else yeah like it is to be honest like I kind of sacrifice um like not sacrifice like I I don't really prioritize myself for the rest of the day for everything else like that is just my little time for the morning and once I have that then I'm like I can do anything do you know what I mean like I can help anyone I can do anything for anyone I can work all day like we when we went back from lockdown we were doing three days in and and four days off but we were doing 12 hour shifts so I'll go for my swim in the morning and then I'd be in work till nine o'clock at night and not get home till 10 so I wouldn't have her I wouldn't be able to put Harrison down or anything but the other yeah. four days I would be and um, mm-hmm. so like I find if I can give myself that morning time then I'm fine for the rest of the day I can do anything and how much time do you take in the morning then so well at the moment um sunrise at 824 <laughs> oh <so precise. laughs> I'll go I'll go at it so Craig starts because Craig's a teacher so he's um teaching from 8 45 so I would leave the house at 10 to 8 and I'd be back for 8 40 to make sure that he can get get upstairs to go to do his online class and classes oh, brilliant. um but when it gets into the summer like so in the summer of last year I was leaving the house at 4 30 and getting home at like 8 o'clock that's because you're both still asleep and stuff yeah. though as well you've all yeah. that time so you're looking Having a forward ball, to that like... yeah <laughs> I'm like I don't but care if I get up at 4 30 for that <laughs> my reason for asking is just so for the listeners or for other people I can highlight that like you don't have to like spend hours and hours of your day doing something you go for 45 50 minutes yeah do you know and it during that time do you want to just bring me through your your routine of what you do during those 45 minutes yeah so I'll get up and I make my cacao and then I pack up all my stuff to go down to the sea so then I'll sit down at the sea on the rocks on my own so I, I go swimming on my own sometimes I, I'll have friends with me and um, but some, most of the time I don't and I'll sit there I have like this kind of waterproof bag that you can sit on so you don't get like cold and I drink my cacao and I watch the sea and I watch the sun rising and when the sun rises I get in and I'm literally at the moment because it's January like I'm in for maybe two minutes at the max and then I get out dry myself off get back in the car and and go home and that like that does honestly makes me content like brilliant that's fantastic but it's just I wanted to ask you about it and thanks so much for sharing that with us because I know it's a really personal thing and like your what you do for yourself or your little morning routine but it's just that I I'd like for people to see how simple it is yeah to just make time for yourself in your day it doesn't have to be that long and it's it's not about the, the quantity of time or the length of time but the quality of the yeah. time that you make for yourself so them two minutes that I'm in the sea and like being current and present like is so important even though it's only two minutes yeah of course yeah and it's just I suppose making the time for yourself and we're all we're all worth that do you know what I mean yeah we all deserve to to make that time for ourselves and to prioritize ourselves for a part of our day and like the rest of the day then you're hectic and you yeah know. like I'm still up yeah, the walls you know. like. yeah but I but actually balance I started um going to therapy in August and it was because one of my friends was going to therapy and she was saying that like say so in August we were back in work a month and I was like I'm back to myself like I'm back to the crazy hecticness even though I've like created this gorgeous morning routine from March until July and I was loving my like basic life 
and then I was back to the hectic world and I was like I can't cope and anything that was happening was like triggering me like small things were happening and I was like what is wrong with me so she was saying um why don't you go to therapy and just like see like what the crack is so I started therapy in August I've noticed from there until now well until about January and like I've I've realized that there's things that trigger me and things that like I used to I used to think that that morning routine was selfish not self-love yeah. I have to distinguish the difference of selfish and what self-love is because if I'm able to have that and like prioritize myself for that little amount of time it's not selfish it's making sure my cup is full yeah and like that 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 did actually only come from when I went to therapy because before that I was like oh god I'm, I'm going off again Do you know like I was nervous doing it and uh, like just touching on on that like therapy a lot of the time what therapy does or even alternative therapies not just counseling or traditional therapies but what therapies do I think is focus on your mindset your thought patterns and how we can shift them yeah so is that what you've found so um in the therapy that I went to it was kind of focusing on like things that have happened in my past and why they've happened and so say like um I noticed that it was like I always tried to please people and try to like make everyone like me because of the fear of like not having someone you know like like someone will leave me or something so I found that therapy helped with that but then I started to do life coaching which was all about um the present moment and trying to shift your mindset to like not live that kind of um stagnant lifestyle of whatever is annoying you you can change it so I found that working with the two of them together so like the therapy was teaching me why I'm like that and the life coaching was teaching me how I can change it fantastic yeah so you you've basically been able to use different tools yeah and services or different people to to help you or support you to really empower yourself like yeah and I found that like I've grown from that even though like I don't have to go to therapy every week now. I go like, I I would like message her or something, say every three weeks. I mean, like, oh, I'd love to chat to you today or whatever. And my life coaching is the same. It's like every two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the start, it was nearly every week to try like shift my mindset. And uh, brilliant. I'm, I want to actually discuss life coaching on the podcast at some point because it's something that I'm interested in. Like, um, but how do you, how has your experience been with a life coach? Would you recommend people try life yeah. coaching? I love it. Like, I think it's just brilliant. So I go to this girl, Denise Heffernan, um, and she's on Instagram. I think her name is Denise Heff underscore. And Denise is like the same age as me. So she has two kids. And like, I kind of wanted to talk to someone who like has the experience of being a mom and like kind of understands the, the shame of like, what if I want to do something for myself kind of thing? Yeah. Um, and I found like at the start when I first started she actually had asked me to be like a do you know when you're doing kind of experience and they need like people to practice studies find it yeah yeah so I was one of them at the start for her and then I continued to go to her after but like at the start it was like a wheel of like your eight most core values and like trying to figure them out and trying to understand your mind was mental yeah I realized that like honesty is like one of the most core values of my life and if someone isn't honest with me once like even if it's like did you take that lollipop and they did and they said no I won't believe a thing they say you know yeah 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 Um, so like I found going to her at the start like I was able to have a bit more understanding of myself but now when we go so we actually about two weeks ago went um to Kalini Beach and we had our session on Kalini Beach and both of us got in got in for a swim oh lovely and it's for like 90 minutes and you kind of just be like this is what's going on in my life how do I change it and like she's kind of like okay what do you want to work on what is it that you want to change now so my journaling at the moment is from kind of being pushed and having accountability from my life coaching brilliant yeah and like with therapy or any form of coaching or anything like that I think there's a common misconception sometimes that you're going to these people for them to tell you what to do or to fix your life but those people 
work in a way with with you that encourage you to create answers or find yeah. just more clarity for yourself do you know what I mean they promote that it's like they in, give you that you. space yeah yeah exactly like, that 90 minutes is for you to focus on you not just to be like do you know when you're like talking to your friend and like you'll say oh, I want to do this and then they'll have kind of like oh well I did this do you know yes. like they nearly have like a communication back where you know you're not really getting to the answer of what you want yeah the life coaching helps with that but like I find sometimes I'm like Denise tell me what to do and she's like no you know what to do and I'm like no I don't oh yeah I know I've worked with a life coach now for the past um well I was we finished up in kind of January he was running a course um I actually I think I did about 10 weeks of coursework with him but he's fantastic a man named Matt Burke and the first program is called like mind your little self and a lot of it's like inner child work and things like that Oh, yeah. But um, the the life coaching elements were really, really good. I found with like mindset and improving my mindset and with setting goals and being accountable for my goals and like yeah. that he he's kind of like you know the answer like go within and I'm like no <laughs> like, just, tell just tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, but we do we we do know we have it all yeah. ourselves. It's just that those people help to help us to find to it bring or it bring out, it out yeah. more. Yeah, exactly um which is great so obviously mindfulness practices you've spoken about several there and that you incorporate into your day and the benefits you've found or how your life has changed somewhat like or looks different now since you've started to incorporate more mindfulness into your day but would you like meditate like traditionally in the traditional sense yeah um so I listen to um some Spotify medita- meditations I think there's one called Sil- Simply Being and it's basically like I would have done it a lot more so in the summer when I had more time at the sea and I would um put my earphones in and just sit there for like 10 or 15 minutes and meditate but what I find is I find the sea and sitting beside the sea is kind of like a meditation for me yeah and if my brain is going mad like if I have so many thoughts in it I will do a meditation just to kind of like be more grounded. But you know what? I actually, so in this lockdown, um, like just, so say it was my birthday on the 2nd of January and a couple of days later, I started getting like a high breathing, like shortness of my breath. And I was like, convinced I had COVID, like absolutely convinced. Yeah. And I was like lying on the couch, cooking it up for like three days. And like, couldn't even feed Harris and Craig had to like take over everything for the few days and I was like riddled with anxiety like really bad and I ended up having to go get a COVID test because I was like oh like just for my the, the ease of my brain just shut it up yeah uh, and I obviously was negative so I was just being a drama queen um <laughs> but I spoke to my therapist about that and I was saying like nothing was working like meditation wasn't working the sea swimming wasn't working nothing that I did was getting me out of my brain and she told me a little trick to she was like can you feel can you feel your toes against your socks and I was like yeah she was like can you feel your socks against your shoes and I said yeah she's out she said wriggle every single toe that you have I said okay and she was, you know, the way sometimes when you're doing like mindfulness and meditation, it's always like, you know, take a deep breath. And I was like, well, I can't fucking breathe. So how am I supposed to take a deep breath? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never tell anyone to breathe. And I was like, okay. So she was like, right, every time you get a weird thought in your head and you're like so in your head that you can't think about where you are right there. She was like, just wriggle your toes. So I'm not joking since then, since talking to her in that, every time I wriggle I'm wriggling my toes right now every time I wriggle my toes I'm like okay I'm back in my I'm back in my body do you know like I'm yeah, not in my it's brain a, it's like a body scan meditation oh, the power yeah. of that and uh, that's why that's why I really wanted to to ask, have different people on the podcast different guests and ask them do they meditate if they do what do they do if they don't why don't they what the benefits are because it's just so unique to everybody like yeah like that body scan I, I enjoy the body scans like that you know where you focus on parts of your body and feeling yeah I, I find them really good because sometimes I struggle with the breathe in breathe out because sometimes I, I don't think my breathing is great when I'm doing it and then I'm 
yeah, I'd find I'm short or a breath or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like I think about it too much. And it's yeah, I'm the same. I'm like, yeah. how do I breathe normally anyway? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm kind of just like, and you know, when you're being guided, I'm kind of, sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to breathe how I breathe. And yeah. I them because I find breathe it, through your nose and you can't breathe through your nose. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me more anxious or something like that. I'm not yeah. doing it right, you know, yeah. so. But I find, um, so like the meditation practices that I love is like in a group where like you can feel the energy. So there's this guy um, called, so- I, I think his name is, no, it's his name is Tim Morrison. And he does these events called Soul Flight. Mm. And it's where they do like a Facebook um, live and it's like four hours of like deep meditation. Oh, and wow. it's like a cere- so it's a cacao ceremony. And then he does like ancient sounds and it's like, um with like like ancient instruments and he plays like the guitar and he sings and I found that very profound with like an experience of meditation because it wasn't just like the 10 to 15 minutes of like sitting with yourself it was like you're going deep and then at the end of it they do like an inner child work so I love that kind of ceremonial meditation that you have like a few hours on like a special day every few months yeah like a retreat nearly yeah yeah I'd be very now interested in in that kind of vibe I'll, myself I'll send it to you later because it's really yeah good. I do do I'd love to check that out like it's so intriguing have you experienced that ceremony or meditation recently yeah so I did one um I think in December no would it, it would have been in November Um, we did I did one and it was like so you can do it like in your own house but because you're on the Facebook live you feel like you're in the room and me and Craig did it and we just like set out the yoga mat and my mom minded Harrison and we were able to just like it like you do you're in like la la land like you don't even you're not in your body like you're away with yeah and I found that like so much better than just like the daily meditation okay okay that's interesting so as some people are like you know meticulous with like every single day they make time to meditate I've tried now to incorporate at least five minutes of like mindfulness or meditation Mm -hmm. practice into my day um some days I find that really hard because I like to do it in the mornings and I'm trying to do a few yoga stretches and a bit of breathing and uh meditation and Frankie's running under my legs and yeah it's hanging out with me so I I do too I feel like our children are going to be like so much more aware of spirituality because of the fact that we're doing that when they're there yeah they're going to be such like little zen kids yeah brilliant for them because like like when when I was a child like my mom was a single mom and like like I was we were up in the morning like straight to school or straight to the childminder and like it was always really busy so like it's mad how you can like show them that there is that part of the world and of normal life that you can do every single day and I do think like meditation is so important but I do think like if sea swimming is like your meditation or if like having your cup of cacao is like your meditation you don't have to do like the basic like five to ten minutes of just like listen to a podcast of meditation like whatever it makes you feel good exactly you should yeah. do not put that much pressure on yourself exactly because it's counterintuitive to try and force yourself to meditate yeah. in the say the traditional way of sitting like buddha stance and breathe in breathe out like that that doesn't work for everybody like uh, one of the guests i spoke to on the podcast said she actually finds that her thoughts worsen she said like she tries to focus on them passing like passing cars not oh, judge yeah. them but that hers is like the bray eggs at five o'clock like pack, jam packed like traffic jam too many thoughts and she just finds it overwhelming and more anxiety inducing so she yeah. avoids doing that like and that's why I'm just interested in different people's experiences with it um, and to really shine a light, I suppose, on how unique we all are and what different things people do, because there might be people out there who are struggling a little bit during COVID or with another lockdown. And, you know, they don't like not all of us really know how to look after ourselves. I know. 
really I well. I didn't before lockdown anyway. Yeah, like I wouldn't have for years. And it's yeah. kind of only since I've had Frankie, really. I think since yeah. the pregnancy, I've started looking after myself a lot 100%. better. Even with yeah. food, like, I'm like, if I have to feed him good, I have to feed myself good, because what's the point? That's exactly how I think as well. Like, I'd be giving Frankie, like, organic stuff and the best of food. Like, he's yeah. such a well-fed kid, like, and then I'd be eating crap, no, like, and I'm like, but no, I wouldn't give that to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mad. But, yeah, I hope, I hope that through the podcast and through speaking with you and several of the other guests I have on that as listeners people might be able to pick up on something that resonates with them or that they think maybe I could try that or that sounds like something that would suit me or yeah you know because everyone is so different like yeah and hopefully people might just have more insight or ideas about how to better mind themselves during a time that's kind of crazy crappy (laughs) yeah and difficult and where we need to mind ourselves more you know and also um I have my friend Daniela Moyles and Natasha they have the have you seen this still no so it's there.stll and they have so Daniela is a is trying to be a psychotherapist and Natasha is like a really spiritual person she does ceremonies for everything that like so like she do full moon like new moon ceremonies just naturally she would always have done that and brought a cow to like my life and they have like this platform where they send out like mindfulness um they have courses like that you can do like wake up well where you do um cacao and yoga and breathing and then they have like different events on all the time but they send out loads of things like a newsletter all the time with like affirmations and journaling prompts and like even just there's like a really good uh, chimes meditation that they have that is it's from like a research uh, study that it like calms your nervous system so there's oh, wow. like a chime in this it's like a 10 minute uh, piece of music and the chime one of the chimes in that 10 mi- minute will like calm your nervous system right down to like zero and you like really really relaxed after it but they like are constantly like researching different things that you can uh do within mindfulness and meditation so I definitely definitely recommend that okay and I might actually just I've written it down there but I'll I'll check it with you when we're finished recording just I might link it to my story yeah uh when I'm uploading uh about our our episode so thanks so much for that. I can't wait to check that out myself. Like, yeah, that's probably where I'd recommend to do your cacao cer- ceremony if you wanted to do one. Fantastic. Yeah, no, I'd love to try it now. I really would. I've, I've been intrigued by it for quite a while and like that I've been researching a little bit myself. So I'm definitely going to give that a batch. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, look, thanks so much um, for, for coming on and chatting to me. I actually really, really enjoyed interviewing you and I'm so excited that you said yes. I'm like, I really want to listen back and hear what I said because I can't remember <laughs> Oh, it's so weird listening back to yourself and like a few people have said to me like that they don't like the sound of their own voice and I certainly don't so it, yeah, sounds, I don't either. it sounds mad listening back to yourself but I'm hoping that it'll be a really informative episode we've chatted about lots of stuff and I love how spiritual you are because I'm I'm quite spiritual as well and uh yeah it was just really nice to chat to somebody who's very like-minded yeah so I've really enjoyed the opportunity to chat to you and I'm really excited for your next steps with the business. I can't wait to see what you do. I'm sure oh, it's going to be beautiful. You. Yeah. I'm excited as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is. It's great. Like, you deserve it because you work really hard. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being asked as well because like this even in itself, me like being able to say things out loud about what I do is like important for me to be able to grow. So thanks so much for having me. No problem at all. And I hope you have a whopper Sunday. Uh, what are you going to do for the rest of your day? I think we're just going to chill. I actually um have like a mezzanine in my room. We changed rooms to Harrison. So he had a bigger room for playing in. And in the room that we have has a mezzanine that my little sister used to sleep up in. But I'm creating like a ceremony space that will have like Moon and Mai in it as well. So I can be creative up here and then just relax. So I think I'll kind of fix it up a little bit and have all my lovely books that I read and stuff. Unreal. Yeah, I'm I really excited to have a little cove. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. You'll have to 
have to upload a few pictures. You see here, it's fine. See my head, oh, my head is like, that's the roof. <laughs> oh, okay, she's in it now, listeners. Yeah. I'm able to see it. <laughs> that's brilliant. Danielle, look, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks again so much for coming on. Um, and to you guys as listeners, if you enjoyed that episode, please share the Vibe podcast with your friends, family, whoever you want. Uh, tell everybody. I'm going to link Danielle's page and some of the pages that Danielle has mentioned. If anybody wants to check them out, I'll link them in my Instagram story and I'll also link them in my post around episode three. So as always, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a whopper day and namaste.